Howdy everyone, I'm Joshua Schultz, Tyler Waldrop, Stealth Art. We're here at Treadwell Coffee, and make sure you tune in to Good Morning Aurora. Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 7.51 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Wednesday, March 3rd, 3-3-2021. Wake it up. Wake it up. Hope this message finds you very well and good with full cup of coffee or getting that refill. So we got some things to talk about today. Uh, we are going to do live news this morning as well. So you guys stay tuned to tune in on Facebook. We've got a great interview coming up for you guys today. So without further ado, further ado, excuse me, uh, let's get into what the news is, y'all. Virtual Rocket Rumble starts on the 15th, uh, Monday at 10.30 a.m., a fun music and movement program for all ages. This is brought to us by the Aurora Public Library. Registration is required. Shouts out to the Aurora Public Library. Go to their website and sign up for that. The Aurora Noon Lions will celebrate St. Patty's Day with a corn, beef, and cabbage dinner fundraiser. The public is invited, and there will be a dine-in and drive through option. It will be on Wednesday, March 17th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at Luigi's Pizza in Aurora. Dinner options are corn, beef, cabbage, carrots, potatoes, bread, and a cookie. To order, click the link. Um, we actually post this on our Facebook, so click that link on Facebook, and it'll take you right to it. Or you can purchase tickets the day of from a noon lions member all right holy angels a stem specialty school rooted deep in faith and recognized for academic excellence they're having their 15th annual seraphim ball fundraiser to benefit the schools in person and remote learning programs the virtual event will start on march 3rd or today how about that at 9 and will conclude on the 6th um at 8.30 p.m. The live auction portion will occur on the 6th from 7 to 8 p.m. as well. This year's theme is a toast to teachers. Uh, Holy Angels was founded in 1911 as a community of priests, educators, parents, and parishioners dedicated to providing a combination of religious and academic excellence in its educational program. Shouts out to Holy Angels and all of our friends who are going to get involved in that. All right, so the CRB, Civilian Review Board, uh, those final candidates have been announced on the city's Facebook page, I believe. I'm going to be posting the announcement as well on our Facebook page and our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, so all those candidates, all nine candidates now make their way to the Committee of a Whole to be voted on and approved. So the candidates are as follows, uh, recommendations. Kim Bright, Dr. Timothy Brown, Rajesh Shah, Dr. Vincent Gaddis, Jacqueline Gibson, Ginger Ingram, Andrea McMillan, Lily Rocha, and Curtis Wilson. Very cool. Shouts out to them and congratulations as well. All right. Damn, it's a fire this early in the morning. Coming to you live from the beating heart of downtown Aurora, y'all. All right.
House Bill 3438. That's uh, in the news and making rounds. House Bill 3438 would require all Illinois universities and community colleges to A, designate an on-campus employee as a dream resource liaison to provide assistance to students who lack proper authorization to be in the United States. B, the dream resource liaison may assist staff, students, and their families with post-secondary resource options for grades 9 through 12. And C, encourages the creation of a dream resource center on each Illinois campus to offer various student services. Shouts out to all the lawmakers involved in that. As we know, resources for undocumented residents have been a challenge here in the city of Aurora and nationwide. And last but not least, don't forget the downtown Aurora scavenger hunt taking place May 14th from 5 to 10 p.m. The hunt headquarters is Bally Doyle, Aurora, 28 West New York Street, downtown Aurora. Uh, The teams of four are $150, and that includes drink tickets, prizes for first place and best team shirt theme, 50-50, and basket raffles. Sign your team up today at www.rotaryaurora.org. This was brought to us by our friends of the Rotary Club. Shouts out to the Aurora Sunrise Rotary Club as well. All right, and that's the news. So with that, we hope you guys have a great day. And uh, for the rest of you motivated folks, head on over to Facebook right now and get ready to get on the live news with your boy. Good morning, Aurora. And that is the news all right all right good morning my man hello sir <laughs> good to have you home i made it made it made it Mama, i made it all right so for the listeners yes sir let us know who you are and where you're from my name is tyler uh tyler waldrop aka stealth art and i am from aurora illinois born and raised all right true and true Interesting, because we had so many people. Yeah, from Aurora. Well, I was actually born in Geneva. Been here like eight years. Then I got married. <laughs> and now we've been here for 10, but it's beautiful. It is, it because is. Because everyone is from everywhere, and everyone does have, there's, you know, I, I'm a fan of uh, six degrees of separation. Right. So you go anywhere in the world, and you say you're from, I'm from Chicago. Oh, where are you from in Chicago? Oh, really? I'm from Aurora. Oh, well, I have a cousin that's from St. Charles, or from Yorkville. Or, right. You know, um... Y'all still got that casino out there? Right. Know, or the outlet mall out there? Fact, yeah. Those you are know. some of the conversations that, that you have in all kinds of places. Yeah, so I stopped claiming Chicago about 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, because then, you know, everybody's from Chicago, of right. course. And they're like, oh, what block you from? And I'm just like, no, really. Uh, <laughs> um, where'd you go to school? Uh, West Aurora. Okay. So, uh, Blackhawk. Blackhawk. All right. Yes. All right, good. We need more of y'all on the show to kind of even it out. We have we a lot of Tomcats on this show. We out here. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a list of them. Um, growing up, what impact did your mom have on your life? Oh, man, my mom? Jeez. So, my mother. I got this tattoo right here. There's no way I could pay you back, but the plan is to show you that I understand. So, we'll start there. It's just like, she put something up inside of me. Because she cleans houses. She cleaned houses for 20 years. Mm. And uh, just to see how hard she works. And like to see like. She had like seven businesses at one time. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. She's a bodybuilder. And she fine. <laughs> I made a post the other day. I was like I came out of that. Right. You know 52. Looking better than 
half of y'all. <laughs> I, I ain't hating everyone's right. beautiful, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, uh, I I always say like, she made me into a man, cause she taught me how to get out there and hustle. You know, just like, you know, I get emotional, cause it's like sheesh. Yeah. You know. Um, I think one of the best things about uh. You know, growing up and seeing our parents work. So my mom had like two jobs with me and my younger brother. You know what I'm saying? So it was quite common to like only see my mom going to school. Cause I got home from school, she wasn't there, and I might be sleep. Gotta my, make it my brother to sleep before she gets home. Uh, so now I feel you though, man. That's that's moms give us the hustle. That's where it comes from. Yeah, she uh she had my sister when she was seventeen. She had me when she was nineteen, and we had the conversation when I was seventeen. She was thirty, and or she was thirty five. I'm sorry. So I'm thirty five raising a five year old son. She was thirty five raising a sixteen year old son, and it's just like we grew up together. Right. You know, and uh, that's the conversation that we have now. Is that like. She's learning from me, I'm learning from her, from her, because we're both growing. Mm -hmm. We're both learning on. When she was in her 20s, she couldn't go out and party because she had two kids. Right. You know, so she had to work. You know, and uh, but once we got older, she said, "Look, I'm going to Florida. You know, I'm going to the Bahamas. I'm going to Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> you right. know, <laughs> so it's my turn now. Yeah. So she caught back up. You know. Um, what does America mean to you? Um. So I had a, I had a, a journey with America, you know, I hated it, rightfully so, me being in the skin in this, in these times, you, you, ha you hate it, but then you can't blame people today for things that happened hundreds, hundreds of years ago. You can't blame, you can't carry that baggage because you will hate people. You will want to go out there and do something stupid. You know, so now America is, is a beautiful place because you can come here with nothing and you can become successful. You do have freedoms. You do have rights. If you make up your mind, you want to do something, ain't nobody going to stop you except for you. Now it's a matter of what type of America you want to experience. You know, there's people in America that are good. There's people in America doing bad. You know, you got to. You got to make up that choice, especially being young and black, you know, because you definitely get caught up in the history and the rhetoric and everyone's this or everyone's this, the man, the system. It ain't, it ain't built for us. Right. But I know plenty of successful black people coming from all different backgrounds, plenty of successful immigrants, plenty of successful uh, people that overcame anything in this country. And now they're, they have the, they're living the American dream. You got to create it. If you want it, you know, right. that's what America is to me is, you know, I feel like if you work hard and you do what you got to do, people will help you out. People will um, put you in a situation to make the best out of your experience. Uh, were you always an artist? Um, yeah, you know, in uh, first grade, uh, they always put you in the art class. I can never draw on the line. It's lines. like default, yeah. You don't yeah, it's a class PE. My, my, my uh, class was PE. You know, I always got that A. <laughs> but in art class, you know, I wasn't, uh, and I'll tell you, Jen Towers, she was my art teacher. She's an art teacher at uh, West Aurora. 
Um, her name isn't Towers anymore. I have to look up her name. I, I always forget her name, but I, I'm, I'm bad. Let me at, hit that name. Okay. I'm bad at remembering that people remarried. So I, I call them their names of when I knew them. She's our teacher over at Western World. And she told me, she said, look, Tyler, you got to be a productive part of society. When I was a senior, she's like, Tyler, be sure you be a productive part of society. And I'll always remember. I tell her anytime I see her, it's like, you know, that's something that, <clears throat> that, I, hold, that I hold near and dear. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, you just have the artist elective. Um, what ended up happening was I was a rapper. I don't know if you know about the history of rappers in Aurora. I, Aurora has about 2,000 rappers. Some of them, and there was a time people were quitting their full-time jobs to become local rappers. You have hip-hop shows. So there was saturation. It was too saturated, Curtis. You know what I'm saying? Too many rappers. That piece of paper right there. Okay. And, uh, like, so I started taking my lyrics. I had, like, three rhyme books mm -hmm. over a summertime. Over a summertime, you know, you go back, you study all the greats, you know, you get the nines, you get the uh, first Tupac, you get um, the, right. the first B.I.G. Tupac dubs now, Tupac. Uh, you could go back. Yeah. You know, you get the first Eminem, you get the Run DMC joints, all the, the essentials. So then I had rhyme books. And I was like, man, ain't no way I'm going to stand out. Because, like, you know, I wasn't hot. I wasn't nobody downloading my stuff. So uh, I started taking my taking my lyrics and I put them into so you're painting you're painting pictures with your words right right so I come in I'll be like Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall but my name is wall drop because I'm standing tall you know whatever right right and then I know you got rhymes Kurt I know you I would be like okay so that's a picture you get right. Humpty Dumpty you get them sitting on the wall then you draw your little graffiti you know people like to consider my art style graffiti and I'll take that but um you don't consider graffiti I don't know, because I could draw some uh, abstract stuff. I'm very good with line work. I could draw a picture of your face. Mm -hmm. And I was filling out an art bio the other day, and I was just like, how would I? Like, literally, for me, like, where do I fit in? Right. And I, I've never painted a picture of myself. And I struggle with that, because it's just like, why, why not? Like, I don't painted a thousand pictures. Why haven't I painted a picture of the one person I see the most? Hmm. That's, I think that's the question of my life. That's the journey. Was Stealth Art your rap name? No. My rap <laughs> name was Tedro Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tedro Frankenstein. Word up. Um, and then I came up with Stealth Art because it was like a stealth bomber. Like, it's there and it's flying and you're not going to see it. But if it, if it, if it bombs on you... You'll be like, where'd it come from? Like, where's all this dope art coming from? Like, who is he? And, um, and so, um, this is new. This is, I don't even feel like I should say this, but um, comparing my art style to, like, MF Doom. Um, I had a friend, when MF Doom passed, I was like, I don't even have any MF Doom. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never heard of him, never listened to him. Never? So, never. Okay. This was up until, I think, he passed away on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, it was recently. He just passed. Right. And um, so everyone was like posting. I'm like, I've never heard him. I've never like downloaded a mixtape. So then my friend, he was a super hip hop head. And he was like, these are the four you need to download. Right. So I started listening to him. And I'm just like, this dude rhymes how I 
like I rhyme like him. He rhymes like I can't say he rhymes like me. Right. But and then so I started learning the backstory of it because he's everywhere. He's got like he like you know with the samples and like, oh hell yeah. People just love the essence of it. Yeah. I'm I'm working on a mural right now with uh, Dada Soulface. Okay. And he came up in that 1994, 1998 hip hop like raw gritty style of hip hop. Yeah. When they so, met, it was only on tape. So they're the same age. Right. And I think Dada's 46. And Meth is uh, 50. Mm -hmm. And then so he was telling me like before how like the how he came back as MF Doom like the. Uh, Think he calls himself the villain mm -hmm. you know and um so and i'm just like that is like i'm i feel like i embody that character you know so maybe i have to come up with some some doom art coming up here um from hip-hop to art it's a seamless transition okay. just about just about it's a part it, it's the same it makes more sense now to me because like i had seen your logo, I thought that before I like met you and knew you, and I always thought, I always thought it was STL, like something like I thought you called me STL for like a year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, like it was TL. I didn't, cause I didn't know like it was stealth art. I yeah. thought that you was like a brother from St. Louis on some flash shit, you know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> so I was here. just like STL. they out here too. Yep. STL. <laughs> and I and I'm I if I was a local artist in St. Louis, it I'd probably, you know, fit right in because everyone would gravitate. Right. You know. So briefly, because this is about art and about you, but I do wanna I still wanna ask about that, like, what is the history of local hip hop and rap oh, and I can, it was beautiful. Can you condense it like real quick for my next question? Like give me a give it me a was more. beautiful. We were having we were having hip hop shows every week. People were taking trips. It was like celebrity status, you know, and then you would branch out to like Joliet and Elgin in Chicago. Right. And it was just packed. It was it was we would fill up uh the Leland Tower. We would fill up um what's the uh the Mexican cuisine spot over there on uh, La Quinta. La Quinta. We right. would fill it up, but then, you know, couple stabbings, couple shootings, and they shut all that down. Yeah, somebody got stabbed and shot. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not funny. A couple fights, and you know, but but now what? What is what local hip hop? Where is that? Right. You know, and you still and now those same artists like they've done perfected their craft so much. It's like to hear one of their mixtapes is just you know because they don't work it, and you know, but. They they practice it right right out here, you know, and um, it just drizzled away. I think that we all had to get jobs and correct, you know, having kids and and to be clear, that thing I just said about La Quinta was not attributed to you guys in the hip hop movement at all. So I want that to be clear on the record. That was oh. just because I mean La Quinta was a club on its own every yeah. other like night of day of the week. That kind but of there was like three killings in La Quinta. Yeah, in that time period, and it was just nonsense. Right, you know, it's like, come on, man, we gotta protect our home more right. than anything. And this is, you know, this is the community. This is art. This is love. This is like me and you coming together to to um, you know, to to make this place a home. Right. You know. Right. To give it a flavor of soul to make it good. To yeah, exactly. Man. Um. What is or what are a couple of the biggest changes that you've seen specifically to the downtown area in your time? Um, 
Right now it's political season, and I know where I'm at. You know, but I don't got no problem you with ain't where you at. You ain't know where you, you we, we in the second artist city. We in, we in uh we in Aurora. You can speak your mind. All right, so check it what out. What kind of? I don't uh I don't got no problem with what Mayor Irvin's doing. I just think that um he missed a big opportunity to bridge the gap between cops and community. Now this wasn't political. This was an everything question. So you you know this could be. Yeah, well, no, because I I feel like Mayor Irvin, he's done a great job of bringing businesses down here, making sure that, um, bringing investors down here, you know, um, and then, um, so the downtown area, I like the fact that there's not as many empty buildings, um, they're starting to restore the buildings that have been empty for a long time, they knocked down the old Copley, um, and then... As far as anything else, as far as, uh, you know, this year has been hard because usually you get the river's edge going. Right. And it's packed. And then um, they have a, a Mexican parade in that parking lot back there for like four days. And that's the neighborhood right there. And you can't even find a park on the street. Right. You know, and stuff like that. I feel like just evolving with the times. And, um, you know, I'm always a fan of youth activities. So I think that the city could always do more for the kids. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't got no problem with, with any changes going on downtown. You know? um, so it is the pandemic. We got the bridge that's been built. Uh, and to your point, like River Edge Park, all the attractions and everything like that. Do you foresee, or uh, I guess a better way to put it be, what do you foresee for 2021 here? Do you, you know, what does Tyler think? You're going to be leaving us, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'll be you back. still got but you spray, and you still got a vision. So yeah. what do you think? What do you feel for 2021? I think people gonna lose their mind when they open up. We'll never the world open up. It's gonna be everyone be like, all right, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna go to my first concert, man. Well, once you get into that dance floor, once you get up in that mosh pit, it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> you know, I think they said they got Snoop Dogg coming back. Because um, that was like time. one of the concerts that was supposed to happen right before the pandemic. It was yeah. Snoop Dogg and Twister. Yeah, that was gonna be fun. Right, I'd have definitely been up in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um. Cotton Seed Creative Exchange. That's family right there. They hold me down. Talk about it. Oh, man. Um, They've been a big part of my growth. Um, I was looking for a seamstress, and there's a seamstress right next to the shop. Hmm. They weren't open. So I'm banging on the door, nobody there. And I was like, oh, this store looks open. Let me go ask and see what the deal with, with the seamstress. It's Renee and uh, Yvonne, and they're just like, oh my God, you know, Yvonne's open arms. Mm-hmm. I, I've been looking for an artist. Oh my God, you work so beautiful. The next day, we signed a contract, and I was able to have been there. And it's beautiful because you need people like Yvonne in the, in the community because she's, uh, she's like a glue. She gives you opportunities to connect with people and I could put my art there. Someone since my art's there, someone could walk by it and see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she's she's any idea I've had, she said, let's do it, Tyler. Any if I say, hey Vaughn, I wanna have a pop-up, hey Vaughn, I wanna do a voter's registration drive, hey Vaughn, I wanna put a mural on the wall. Alright, Tyler, okay, let's do it. Let me check my account. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and Steve, he's even been greater just because me and Steve, he's like my mentor. Um, me and Steve have great conversations, and um, you meet so many great creatives. I got on the news 
Now I'm on the news again. I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you. But um, that's family. I'm going to still have my shirts up there. I'm dropping some shirts off today. And, um, and so pretty much I'm going to be just shipping, you know, right. a couple shirts every month or whatever. So where are you moving to? What's the deal? What, where are you going? I'm going to be in the middle of Texas. Okay. Uh, my Abilene? son's mom. Yes, my son's mom found a job in Abilene, Texas. So the plan is for me to get down there get everything in order and then I'm gonna find I'm gonna set up in Dallas and then we'll just do the I don't know we had a conversation this morning and maybe I'll stay during the week there and go to Dallas for the weekend mm -hmm. you know um so anyone's passing through Texas hit me up at Stealth Art you know I'll be there <laughs> expand that trying to get my, I was telling my, you know, that was the sad part, I just had to leave my job. I work at uh, United Sugars, a sugar dome over there off Aka. Right. And um, that's, that'd be a cool interview to go over there. Really? Yeah. That'd be cool. They got a sugar dome facility, storage facility. They're they're breaking uh, ground on a second dome. And that dome holds like 2.5 billion billion tons billion tons of sugar right Damn. yeah so enough sugar to cover this whole you know <laughs> downtown that's a good thing and a bad thing though. um so right now this is the time where spring is coming uh it's getting nicer outside it's looking real nice and pretty and beautiful and everything um and now with the sun, I can see so many walls, right? I see so many walls. Yes. Mm, should we look up there? Should we look up there? Let's put out. Let's put art on. You uh, you got any walls? Are there any areas downtown that you've looked at? You think like that should need some love? Yeah. You gotta put the colors on them. Um, where are they at? I want people to see this. I want artists and creators yeah, to see this and so be like. There's right down the street when you get on Spring Street here, right past the fire station. Yeah. You go under the viaduct. Right. That should say like Los Aurora on it, or like Welcome to East Aurora, or something that represents that neighborhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, that's the bridge that's right by the fire station at Hollywood Inn Express. For those who are. Then you go. Looking. Then you go under and you come up onto uh, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yep. yep. And uh, so I've always said that that, and you could paint underneath that viaduct. If you go into that fire station, they got some beautiful art in there. Um, so that would be one. I wanted to put one of my logos. I got this really crazy, swirly looking, and the guy, he's like pouring some concoction. Mm -hmm. um, right here, kitty corner to um, Fifth Third Bank, there's a big white slate. And it's got like a little grass knoll area. Mm -hmm. um, you got where the ATM part is. Across the street, it's on this side of the street. It's on the end of this street. Right oh, okay. Here. Yes, 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 yes. And it's just a white, white slate. Right. Um, that one. And um, you know, I'm a fan of like stuff you really can't see. You got to go behind the building to see it, though. Too. You know, like um, you know, like. Go down the alley, climb up the ladder, then there it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a fan of that type of art too. So right. Pretty much any any place, but um, and I think that's that's what would be interesting um, to see the evolution 
of art in downtown Aurora. I think that it's moving forward, and you know, I'm a fan of just kicking kicking down the door, though. So, right. Um, hopefully, more artists get out here and get known. You know, get more opportunities. What is Black History to you? Every day, it's more so of uh, it's it's you got to learn it. You have to fit. You have to search it. You have to want to learn it. I just was watching the Billie Holiday documentary last night, and it was really sad. You know, I didn't know about Billie Holiday until you know two days ago. I seen it on my on my tuner, and I ignored it. Then I was listening to a podcast, and they were explaining her struggle and how um, they passed these laws to where they knew the jazz musicians were using these drugs, so then they passed these laws. So now these people who are using these drugs are going to prison, and and she knew that. She knew exactly what she needed. She needed therapy, she needed help. Like, don't put her in the, in the jail. Right. But that's black history because it's like, uh, you gotta just, it's beautiful. You know, black history is beautiful. And don't be ashamed of it and tell it how it is. Right. You know. Um, so what is your, or do you have many mediums? I've seen you paint, but I've also seen you do things with acrylic and all that, if I've seen, if I've seen Yeah, acrylic. so if you look at all my paintings, I use a brush. And how I was held accountable was like, you ain't no real artist unless you see those brush strokes. Because I could go in there and put, that, put the brush strokes on and then perfect it with the marker and get those real, real tight lines. You know what I'm saying? And no shade, but a lot of artists that I see, they use markers. And how I was always held to a standard was getting, we want to see those brush strokes. Meaning, like, it will be flawed because those little bristles will go buck wild on you. you All of them are packed tight, but there's those there, three there, that, that do their own thing. Yeah, that one. You gotta learn how to work it. So, um, I prefer canvas, uh, canvas with a brush. Um, with acrylics. Mm -hmm. I've never messed with oils, but that's gonna be fun about the evolution of, of who I've become is like, you know, I might see you in a year or two and I'll be like, man, Curtis, remember that conversation? Now I'm doing this. Right. You know, I started doing furniture. I started pasting um, I saw. newspaper clippings and then you put the put the epoxy on it. And um, a couple of these things are coming out beautiful because you could like manipulate that epoxy. Mm -hmm. So I do tattoos, I do graphic design. Um, I don't do spray. I can't. I can't use a spray can. I don't use uh, air. I can't use a, a air gun. Right. But yeah, those are. Those, that's pretty much it. Um, I could paint with acrylics. Um, I could tattoo. I could do graphic design. And of course, anything with a pencil or a pen. I'm the man or a marker. You know. Um, I'm the man. <laughs> Who? Um Who's your shirt maker? Do you make your own shirts? Yes. This is all in-house. You know, I've, I've had to like perfect it, of course. And I've, I have a heat press at the house and I just order wholesale shirts. And I have a, a company in Elgin that makes, these are screen print heat, press, heat transfers. And um, so I just press them on there at like 350, 360 degrees, and it melts to the shirts. Mm -hmm. And like I say, I've been making shirts for probably 15, 20 years. Not 20, but 15, 
like 12 to 15 years here and um I still wear the same shirts. You know, they get little cracks in them and whatnot, but the ones that I take care of, they still look brand new. You know. The um so that's a bomber robot. It's like Mega Man. Yeah. What is his name? His name is Rocket Man. Okay. But I have another logo that's based off of him. Just a straight shot 2D version of him. Mm -hmm. We call him Bob. Okay. Everyone can relate to Bob. Okay. You know, Bob, he's happy. You know, you wear that shirt, you get so many compliments. And that's the cool thing about making shirts is that, like, I meet so many different people. That's why I'm a fan of getting kids. Like, if your kid is into right now, me and my son are going to make a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. He wants to show all those little toys. But him doing that, he can meet different different people. I meet so many people just off of making shirts, you know. And it keeps it keeps me one, it keeps me out of trouble. It keeps me it keeps my brain like evolving and moving like you know, the person that I think of is like Chad. My man Chad over at Travel. Travel. Yeah. Shouts out. And uh I would have never met Chad if it wasn't for art. You know, and Chad's a cool guy. Like, you know, you talk to Chad about anything and it's like, man. From tattoos to coffee to whatever. Politics. No. Politics, yo. <laughs> um, you know Chad when you talk politics. Chad does, yo. When did you... Do you have the original drawing of that? How did you come up with that? When, when was he born? So, my brother vectored this for me. My brother-in-law. Um... I sent my brother a rough sketch, like the skeletons of like a guy flying through the sky. And two days later, he was a graphic designer, so he was my vector. And he took it to a whole nother level. But yeah, I have the original. And um, there is no original of this because this was created in um, Adobe. Okay. Yeah. I understand. All right. Yeah. Okay. And um, so this, I haven't put his name on it. This right here, B-I-Z, mm. that's his name, Biz, because I was just like, you know, shout out. <laughs> and this design is probably, like I say, I made this in like 2012, so it's standing the test of time. And um, I, I, I journeyed away from it because mm -hmm. like my style changed, and then I was just going through my old files, and I was like, man, this thing still looks... And I just started sampling it, and then I came with these tie-dyes, and I sold out. So now it's just a matter of selling out in Texas now. Right. <laughs> Where were you the night of the Aurora rides? Ah, oh, man. We went to the police station. And, um... Indian Trail? Indian Trail. And then they were talking about they were going to the outlet mall. I'm just like, that's like three miles, and I'm going to have to walk three miles back. So right. we went and got back in the car, went over to my, uh, went went somewhere, and then I was on the west side. So in order to get, uh, in order to get back to the to my house, there was no way that I could get around coming through here. Right. <laughs> so I parked right there. I parked over here on Benton, and I walked through, through the back side of here. And they had the police line in front. I, I remember this verbatim. They had the police line right there. And everyone was like talking, talking, jump to the police. And I went up to the police and I looked them in the face and I just said, are you okay? And they said, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was just like, you could tell like 
them police didn't want to be there. You know, it was just like, what the hell's going on down there? And um, so I went down and I and I ended up talking to Yvonne. She was calling me freaking out, like they breaking glasses and stuff. So I ended up just doing like a wellness check on the cotton seed and um, yeah. I was trying to explain to people, it's like, don't bust this shit up because like, that's my painting in that door. You're not, you hurting the wrong people. You know, go burn down City Hall. Right. <laughs> go right. burn that shit down. Right. Don't, don't mess with the people who are are with you. Yeah. And I stood down old, there. A black on story. Y'all don't get the memo. With the and I stood down there for probably like 30 minutes. And like the vibe was just bad. Like they wasn't saying nothing. Like um, George Floyd, like it was more soldiers. Ain't nobody stopping us, so we gonna just stay down here and tear shit up until... I think they let them stay out there till like 11 o'clock at night and they got bored. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyone with common sense, you know? Yeah. But um, it was scary. And they had that tear gas, that tear gas going. That tear gas to tear you up. Right. Um, but then it was like literally 6 a.m. the next day, people was out there with their brushes. You know, cleaning it up. It was clean by like 8 a.m. Right. You know? <laughs> That's and, true. Uh, by like 9 a.m. they had the boards up and we was painting by noon. It was hot that day. And it was just like, we, we went on like maybe like a two-month run after that. Mm -hmm. Just like community-based projects. And then I saw you painting Usamba with Peanut and another young brother. Hot. That was like it's a hot ass day. That was a hot day. Yeah. Yes, me and Peanut. Um, and like, and like, it was just like, that was just a beautiful time for me. I'll never forget that experience. And so many, I I literally met like two hundred people in like mm -hmm. a month, and they were all like, either like, uh, um, what do you call them? Just like. People who want to like, uh, I want to, revolutionary isn't the word. Uh, you're, um, okay, yeah. Not revolutionary, but, um, I guess at, at best socially conscious. Socially, so many socially conscious people. Yeah. You know, on both sides. Right. And, um, that's one thing I like listening to your show about, is that you reach on both sides like you get the voice from law enforcement officers you get the voice from judges you get the voice from policemen and and it's beautiful because i understand they have a hard job you know what i'm saying and our job as community members is to love each other right. and to protect your neighborhood so that the police don't have to come to your neighborhood you know what i'm saying right no i appreciate it and man. and if you need something find a way organize you know what i'm saying organize and apply pressure to these people in these offices right that's that's why i'm sitting here asking our alderman uh, bill donnell for example perfect yeah. example that's why i'm asking him so what was the first city thing that you joined that shows whoever's listening that hey maybe i could well it's, it's, on district, like, it's, it's on the people it's on the people right and um you know we definitely just need to come continue to organize 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 and right. get these get these groups get these east side moms group get these west side basketball players groups or whatever groups that you 
you fit into and get these get these events going, right. have these food drives, get these, you know, and right now we need each other, you know. What will you miss most about Aurora? My grandma, of course, you know. Um, she came to Aurora when she was 17 with a baby. She's 82, so you do the math, that's probably like 1930s, maybe 1940s, you know. Um, she said Galena was a dirt road, you know, it was just nothing there, just you went from, I guess you would say 47 to 59, all the way through. And uh, my grandma has the beautifulest garden I've ever seen and you know, she's me and her, she's raised me up and she's taught me everything I know and um, the High Street Bridge, I mm -hmm. miss that. There's a beautiful view on the High Street Bridge. Um, I'm a jogger, so I'm I'm on the nature trails, and I go up and down the river. The river's beautiful; it's always changing. After a rain, it's high. Right. After you know, after a storm, everything's all like messed up, and right. the water racing. The big ass tree that wasn't there before. Like that. And you can go up and down. There's beavers. There's all types of fun things in that in that river. Um, but I'm an outdoors person. Uh, as far as a restaurant goes, there's a carnita spot right there on Lincoln and um, Galena. Lincoln and New York, I'm sorry. It just opened up. Oh, that little joint. Yeah, it's right got there. the little pig on the top of the hill right yeah, next yeah, to Way yeah. Cross. Right. Um, I miss that. There's a, Elote, of course, Elotes Gomez. That's the that's the neighborhood spot. Mm -hmm. That's a block away from us. Right. Yeah. That little joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you drive by there. That line would be around the block. And I'm like, what is this place? And then I was like, okay, so one one day when it wasn't so packed, I went in there, got me a little uh, mango nada, you know? Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what's up. And that's uh, the thing I will miss. I just miss like, you know, the east side has a vibe. East side is like a whole vibe. People are outside, six o'clock in the morning, they're playing their music, their horn, bam, 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 bam. I tell you what, when I was a kid, that stuff used to drive me crazy. I'm like, what the, is this shit? You yeah. can't even, why are they playing this music so loud? At six o'clock in the morning, now, shoot. I hear that music playing, I was like, oh, good. Someone's, going, someone's having a good day today. Right. And they'll play that music all night. And it's just like, go outside, sit back, have a beer with my uncles. Yeah, I, uh, I'm experiencing it now. It's beautiful. It is. That's, uh, that's a great neighborhood right there. Um. The show ends on a positive note. Okay. What is your message to the people of Aurora today? Oh man, just hustle and motivate. Um, be proud of where you're from, and be proud to represent. I don't like hearing Aurora. And I don't like hearing Aurora in the news for bad things, and it's not a bad place. You know, we just gotta protect it. And, you know, hold it down. Protect it and hold it down. Yeah. Words from words from Tyler, yeah. T.W. Tyler Waldrop. Well, because <laughs> you're doing it though, you're putting it on the map. Second, right, man, I appreciate second it. Second largest city in the world, in the in the state. Yeah, you know, but that's only second to Chicago. So, you know, you gotta rep it. Right. You gotta you gotta be proud of of your town. There was too many people here with cool stories. I'm the only person hearing this. Yeah. I'm not, right. You know, what I'm saying? we was we moving in. in 
almost the same exact circle. Yeah. So you know that there's a lot of heavyweights with great stories Man. like yours, like people who I didn't know that ish. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing take it back to a throwback in, in this episode. I'm seeing the uh, what you call it, the boxes, mm -hmm. the electrical boxes. Yeah. I saw them when they weren't painted. Then I see them they painted. Yeah. Come to find out, the people who paint electrical boxes is okay oh they know time okay so boom and that's yeah. not just collecting these great stories and people need to hear this people yeah. need to understand that it's, it's definitely brighter it's, the future's bright and these kids um just gotta give them whatever resources they need right to take it to the next level uh on behalf of good morning aurora we appreciate you my brother and we hope that you have a blessed uh time you and the family down there in texas yes thank we you hope that stealth art thrives it will. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate you doing the show, man. Same appreciate appreciate the interview, man. Um, that was a lot of fun. That yeah. was a lot of fun in McCarty. Yeah. Anyway, to all y'all out there, this episode was a pleasure. Check out Stealth Art. Get your t-shirts. Follow, subscribe, all that. And we will see you back here tomorrow for another blessed, positive episode. Peace.